Hello, and welcome to the Enterprise Talk Conversation Series, a peer knowledge resource by the CXOs for the CXOs. Now to our host, Kanika Goswami. Uh, good morning, Jonathan. Uh, uh, for the listeners, we have Jonathan Schumann, who's a Vice President Business Development at iConnective with us. Uh, hi, Jonathan. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Uh, before we start with the questions, it would be really nice if you could give us a little bit of a brief on what iConnective does as a company. Sure. Happy to do that. So I'll, give a, I'll start with a little bit of a history on iConnective. And so iConnective was born from the original AT&T in the United States. We were part of the research and development arm that was created after the telecom divestiture in 1984. And for more than 35 years, we've served as the authoritative partner to global communications industry, supporting 5,000 companies across five continents and connecting more than 2 billion people every day. Uh, our, our mission and our focus is that we believe in a world without boundaries and are critical in helping people and their businesses access and exchange information simply, seamlessly, and securely. And one of the big factors that we're, we're focused on and that we'll probably be talking a little bit about in our discussion today is the importance of trust in, in all things associated with communications and networks across the, the global service provider and telecommunications ecosystem. Thanks, Jonathan, for that lowdown. Now, uh, so the first question I have for you is, uh, in your opinion, what are the various communication channels that businesses are trusting today, given the uh, the unprecedented pandemic times? So uh, this, these are not normal times. What do you think works best for today? Right. So what, what we're seeing today is, is in some respects, a, a continuation of, of what's been happening over the last number of years. Uh, so the, the, the primary business communication channels that are being used to engage with customers are voice, text, and chatbots. And these, these are kind of traditional forms of one-to-one -one consumer engagement versus the traditional mass communication that we have uh, that was from radio and TV. I think what we've seen over the last six months plus is that COVID has really accelerated demand from customers to, to have a 24 by seven experience. And even more so now than before COVID, they expect their, their businesses that they engage with to be available when they're available. Uh, so what we've seen now is that businesses have also accelerated their development of multi-channel strategies to engage with customers and, and how they want to, to be engaged. So one of, one of the key things across these direct connections, of course, which, which helps support and drive the engagement for the businesses, uh, is that they are built on strong foundations of, of loyalty and trust. One of, one of the most powerful communication channels that we've seen and that we're directly involved with is what's called rich business messaging. So if you can imagine the ubiquity of traditional text messages on steroids, that's kind of a, what, we, what we say in the industry, uh, it's basically bringing all the features and functionality of a mobile web experience to your text messaging inbox that's, that's native to your smartphone. And a, a few examples of this are, uh, for example, engaging with your airline carrier for detailed and interactive flight information, things like carousels to shop for, for items, again, all of this directly in your 
messaging inbox and uh, being able to purchase directly and engage directly with with the uh, the customer service folks, the sales folks, and, and any anyone on the business side. So what we've seen is this this keeps consumers engaged in the buying cycle uh, without a risk of them being distracted. And of course, it's it's one to one communication focused specifically on the needs of of the customer. Uh, so as as part of all of the more traditional elements of engagement that businesses are using across voice, text, and chatbot is the emergence of the, the rich business messaging, which we're very excited about. Um, so um, what is a rich communication service and how do you think it can improve consumer engagement for contact centers? Right. So the, the rich communication service uh, really covers both both voice text messaging and, and all the different ways that businesses and, and in particular contact centers may engage with customers. And it's it's really a, a multi-channel, multi-platform approach that provides a, a trusted way for contact centers to engage with the business, uh, sorry, with their consumers. And, and one of the key factors there is this, this verification process which is being developed now so that when these contact centers reach out to consumers, that the consumers know that it's a legitimate um, contact center. It's actually coming from the business itself, because that's one of the greatest challenges uh, that we face in the industry right now is the the rapid expansion of, of robocalling and robotexting, where many people are no longer picking up their phones or answering their messages uh, even when it's a legitimate business reaching out to them. So one of one of the key priorities and focus of rich communication services, rich business messaging, is to address that issue and find a way for the contact centers and businesses in general to validate and verify to consumers that they are legitimate businesses, uh, thus increasing the ability for consumers to actually pick up whether it's a phone call or a, respond to a text message, because they can verify that it's it's a legitimate business reaching out to them. Right. So, uh, as you say, one of the biggest challenges that that, that is being faced today is uh, customers cannot make out if it's a person at the other end of the line or a or, or a chatbot. What are the other challenges that you see uh, uh, with this kind of communication channels today, especially more than ever before? So with with the the new channels, a, a lot of it is is education. So people people have not yet become accustomed to using their their messaging for these more enhanced services that they might typically use for for web browsing on their mobile phones. Uh, the other thing is uh, understanding whether or not they're they're actually able to respond to a call and answer that call. So in, in other words, do they, do they know uh, the different trusted ways that they can receive messages? Is the brand, for example, showing up when they receive a call? Uh, can they trust that that's actually the brand that, that it says it is? And the same with text messages. Uh, do they have, uh, for example, the logo? Is the logo verified uh, when it comes in? And, and these are all the types of things that, that the businesses need to learn more about uh, but also that the consumers need to understand that this this type of service is now available, and that that's really where we're right on the brink across the industry of, of these services becoming more available and consumers becoming more familiar with them. 
Okay. Now, uh, uh, what would you think that a legitimate business should do to protect and insulate this uh, this direct connection with the customers that they've always had, uh, despite technologies changing, channels uh, you know evolving in both ways, uh, the risk of fraudsters, scams, and uh, you know robot conversations happening more often than before. What do you think you can still do to insulate yourself and maintain that relationship which you already have with your customers? So there should be no lack of trust between the brand and the customer. Right. Yeah, it's, it's a really, really important question for, for businesses and for the industry in general. Uh, as you said, the, the key for establishing trust between the, the person or the businesses sending the messages and the, the people or consumers receiving it is, is absolutely fundamental. And we've seen, of course, that a lot of established businesses or new businesses uh, are very, very concerned about anything that might impact that trust that they've developed and, and honed across multiple channels over, over many, many years. So I, I think a number of the things that the businesses can do, and, and this is what's being developed in the industry, is, for example, to secure, uh, in addition to their their name when it shows up, when they, when someone receives a call or a text message, so that the name of the brand has been verified, there, there's actually a verification mark that's being developed, which is a, a visual indicator to, to show that it's it's a, a verified and established brand. Uh, another another thing that's being worked on in the U.S. is is a standards based protocol called Stir Shaken, uh, which is a foundation for for the trust and verification of, of voice calls. And what what that does, and it's it's really across the entire ecosystem and the different carriers and operators and and VoIP providers, is that Stir Shaken assigns attributes to a call. That, that affects how it's treated and ultimately presented to the receipt to the recipient, and that's how uh, the consumers know that it's authentic. So it's it's really being set up to stop the robocalls or to address the robocalls so that uh, only legitimate calls will will get through, and that people will know that the calls that do come through have been have been validated and authenticated. Uh, so and and you can go a step further than that and, and add a logo to that call as well. So this is now being developed across both voice, uh, chatbots, and and text messages to to really enhance that capability. So a lot of the businesses, because this is a new area, uh, they're they're still learning about this. And and that's part of the outreach from companies like iConnective and many in our industry that that are already working closely with both the messaging aggregator partners as well as the, the business enterprises to to help educate them in, in what's coming available in the marketplace. So um, what will happen for those enterprises that will do nothing and take a wait and see approach? We just said there is still some amount of confusion in the market. People are not sure how they should be responding to a whole bunch of uh, you know, outreach ideas. Uh, but if, if they do, do not take a call or a stand right now and act on it, what uh, do you predict might happen? What would be the risk involved? Yeah, so so it, it's really lost. It, it will be, I, I guess, two things. One is without without taking advantage of these these new channels and these evolving channels, they'll really miss an opportunity to engage with their consumers where their consumers are are active and where the consumers want to be engaged. So it's not so much about saying this is the exclusive channel. Obviously, there are many channels to engage with consumers for businesses, 
but the businesses really need a multi-channel approach to, to make sure that they're reaching their consumers where they want to be reached, whether it's on a, on a, on a website, whether it's through rich business messaging or, or through phone calls. Uh, one, one thing's for sure is as the demographics change, uh, younger, younger demographics uh, are, are more inclined to use these types of services. They've become accustomed to them. And they're also accustomed to having their brands available whenever and wherever they want to to find them. So what we're what we're going to see, I think, is for businesses are going to miss out on opportunities to to reach their customers, engage with them, and and drive drive their their business forward in, in uh, as as well as they could otherwise. So we we think there'll be lost business, there'll be lost uh, return on investment, and, and things like that. Right, if they decide to not act on, uh, uh, you know, what they should right now, and right, uh, right. this would be the last. Okay, I was I was just going to add. I I didn't want to put too many statistics in here, but just a you know the benefits for the the rich business messaging are, are significant in messaging in general, and uh, just one statistic I have in my notes is that eighty three percent of consumers uh, contact a business over messaging to learn about a product or service. 76% to get support and, and 75% to make a purchase. So, and even today with, with some of the challenges associated with it, it's a, it's a very important channel to, to consumers. As, as many as 45% of people rely, reply to branded text messages uh, that they receive. And, and we have good results that show that a branded message, uh, the, the return rates are, are much higher than, a, than an unbranded or an unverified text message blast. So uh, just a, a couple statistics, and we have, we have lots of business cases that show, uh, again, lost opportunity, lost ability to, to drive sales and customer service, uh, as well as ultimately the brand. So they'll, they'll be missing out if, if they don't look into opportunities to, to test and explore and ultimately use these types of services. Right. And um, how do you think that, uh, you know, both hardware and software in terms of technology can keep telecommunication networks secure from fraudulent activity, particularly at this point in time? And uh, the next part of my question would be, uh, I can, you know, ask right now so you can have the right train of thought. What happens when we are out of the situation? Will the world order change completely, you think, or it will be just an extension of how we are operating right now? <clears throat> what would you think about that, Any? ideas. Sure, sure. So I'll, I'll take the, the first part of the question first, which is, is about how uh, the, the technology can, can be used to, to really help uh, not only leverage the, the new messaging capabilities, but also to protect from fraudulent activity, if, if I make sure I understand that, that correctly. And it, it goes back to some of the things we, we were talking about earlier. And really, first and foremost, is, is ensuring that that legitimate communications reach consumers and, and that those communications can be verified uh, in, a, in a unified way that, that has clear established rules for, for business operations and processes. So in other words, for, for all the legitimate business users or business companies out there that, that want to utilize this type of service and communications in general with consumers, it's, it's in everyone's best interest to ensure that there's a, a system in place and, and processes in place that, that allow that uh, their legitimate communications to reach consumers and to be ver unified, verified, and trusted. So that's, that's really, really the first, first point. And what is needed and what is being developed, you know, this is one of the interesting challenges in the marketplace is 
there's there's a lot of opportunity, but there's a lot of different players. So it's it's been somewhat difficult to get everyone around the same goals and, and, and table and pages. And there's, as you can imagine, lots of different standards and so on. Uh, but we we believe what's needed and, and what's being developed, and, and we're one of the leaders in the in the industry for this, is a unified centralized platform that allows businesses to be authenticated across all the communication channels, uh, voice, text, and chatbots, in order to provide a single lens to consumers. And this way, if someone's initiating a, a call coming from AT&T, but the call is finishing or a text is finishing on uh, on another provider, if they're using different messaging platforms, all the different players and in between, that there's a, a single authenticated means to to do that regardless of where it's coming from and where it's going. Uh, and we think that type of standard-based solution will will really help facilitate the, the trust and the verification that's needed for the marketplace. So that's that's kind of one of one of the keys there. I, I think to to answer the second part of the question, this the COVID has, has really accelerated a lot of these trends. So these were things happening already. Uh, I, I see that that's going to continue, and it's just certainly not not going to go away. Uh, so things things have been changed probably permanently by COVID. But even if it goes back somewhat to where it was before, uh, we we've seen this trend towards more 24 by 7 engagement, multi-channel platforms, and the need to continue to verify services and messaging and, and voice calls so that the trusted calls can can actually get through uh, will become even more critical over time. Right. And thank you so much for this interaction, Jonathan, for making time for us. Thanks very much. It's my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you so much for being with us. Please do follow us on social media for regular updates and new content.